Okay. All right. Welcome Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if this is your first time watching the show, if you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like making sure your business is registered with the state, uh, make sure you have appropriate contracts, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure that you have appropriate hiring policies and b- basic brand protection strategies, all of those foundational things that you need to make your business legitimate and strong. Uh, I help you do those things. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do that, uh, I am a licensed attorney, Hey 76 Grimke, have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. All right. Uh, now that, uh, so if you are in the startup phase of your business or if you uh, have a business idea kind of rattling around in your brain and you don't know, you know, where, where should you start? I'm your girl. I want to help you do that. So if you want to link up with me so we can make sure that your business is legit, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, you can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet. Um, and as, and find my array of video trainings uh, and ebooks on different aspects of business formation, like my Let's Get EIN number video training, the Duns, Duns numbers, the business passport, and my operating agreements, all of which come with live tutorials. Um, and at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and podcast where you can watch back episodes of this show or listen to it, however you prefer to consume your media. All right? But that is enough about me. Let's get on to the show. The way the show works is that I pull stories from the news, stories that I get from you guys, stories that um, I find on blog sites and Hey Open Arms Cleaning, and I pick the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and I uh, we discuss them. So this is a time for us all to talk to each other, to give our commentary and ask our questions as long as it's respectful, okay? So this is a dialogue. Please join in. All right, so we are getting started right away. Okay, so first story we are talking about tonight uh, if you have heard of the brand Off-White, if you have heard of the brand Off-White, if you have heard of the brand Off-White, please um, give me a yes in the comments. Um, Off-White, they, they are a life, uh, like a streetwear brand founded by Virgil Abloh. Um, now, uh, why, we, Off-White has come into our, our, our broadcast a lot because they're always trying to trademark you know, something, you haven't, 76 Grim K? Okay. Um, well, they're always trying to trademark something that's, you know, seemingly simple for their brand. Like, they were trying to trademark red zip ties for their shoes. They were trying to trademark paperclip necklaces. Um, they were trying to trademark, you know, putting the word product bag on a bag. All sorts of things. And they're usually kind of like, people are kind of like always giving them the side eye as to what they're trying to trademark. But, in this instance, Off-White is actually... 
um, in the right in this case, they, and they have won a victory. Um, so Off-White, if you didn't know, they're, they're relatively new, but there is another company called Off-White, and they are called Off-White Co., now, this company, they are not a streetwear brand. They are a design and creative agency, whereas the off-white streetwear brand, they make clothes, accessories, fragrances, and housewares, right? An off-white company, the only tangible thing we can see that they make is uh, children's construction tools, okay? Which they came out with in about 2004. So when Off-White, the streetwear brand, was kind of coming up, Off-White Company sued them for trademark infringement and unfair competition. Um, and when this case came up, we talked about it, and we uh, we discussed how when you have a trademark, you have to trade um, put your trademark within a certain class of goods. Like you have, uh, you know, your clothing industry, your restaurants, your hair, things like that, right? So... We said, we discussed it and we were like, does it seem like Off-White Co. and Off-White the Streetwear brand, does it seem like they converge at any area? And at the time, uh, most of us said no. And I wanted to update you guys that the court has agreed with what we said. The court has actually dismissed this trademark infringement case that was brought by Off-White Co., the design and creative agency, against Off-White, the streetwear brand. They said, they said, look, there's no possibility of confusion. You guys don't make the same things. Um, Off-White, the, the streetwear brand, they make clothes. They make accessories. You guys made a kid's construction set. No one's going to confuse the two. So they have dismissed this trademark infringement suit. And this is why it's important to understand the classifications and the classes of goods when you are trying to trademark your, your logos and your brands, okay? You want to know exactly what is the area that I want to protect my logo in. Am I in tools? Am I in hair? Am I in clothing? What is the area that I want to, my mark to be protected in, all right? Okay, so if we understand that, let's give me a thumbs up so we can move on, because y'all are a little bit quiet. Um, but I also didn't ask a lot of questions, but I want to make sure that you guys understand that. Do we understand the classification of goods and why it's important to understand what category of goods you fall in? Okay, while I wait for those answers, thank you, Open Arms Cleaning. Yes, I got my thumbs up. All right, so I know at least one person knows what's going on. Um, so we're going to move on to our next story for the evening. This is also an update. Um, yeah, our first two stories are updates. Thank you, Margaret. Awesome. Y'all got it. So last week we talked about um, Apple suing this upcoming app called Prepare. If you remember when we talked about the Prepare app, the, it was like a recipe app, please give me a pear emoji. Shout out to all the purrs, according to Rick Ross. If you remember when we talked about Apple versus the Prepare app, please give me a pear emoji. If you don't remember, um, so Prepare, they are an app where you can get recipes and arrange food delivery, um, and do all sorts of things to kind of make your food life easier. I was looking for the story really quickly, but I can't find it here. Okay. Um, 
yeah anyway so yeah so it's an app that's supposed that where you're supposed to be able to get recipes um arrange for your groceries to to be delivered um you know and just food ideas right thank you 76 grim k 76 grim k remembers and we um and we were and apple sued them for trademark infringement because of the pear emoji they said that there was a pot thank you open arms cleaning they said that there was a possibility of there being confusion between hey little rock between their between the apple emoji and this pear emoji and when we discussed it as a group most of you said that you didn't think that there was a similarity between apple and this pear and that apple was doing a little too much well i'm here to tell you that apple has gone and is doing now three much not only is apple going um suing for trademark infringement against prepare in the united states they have also extended this lawsuit to include canada so remember trademarks are not universal when you apply for a trademark every every country has their own trademark laws and their own trademark registration system so this prepare app they're trying to you know protect their brand in the united states and canada and apple has said you know not only do we want to block you from from getting this app done in the united states we want to block you in canada too so apple i guess they're sticking to their guns in going after prepare so hey ageless array so for those of you who work here when we talked about the prepare story uh the first time what do you think about this that apple is not only going after prepare in the united states but also canada i said apple is doing three much but does anybody think that apple is doing their due diligence in protecting their brand remember when you have a trademark it's your job as the trademark owner to make sure that nobody is misusing your brand or you know uh or using it without authorization um and apparently apple thinks that a pair is similar enough to the apple icon that uh it's uh that they need to go after this company both in the united states and in canada so do you guys think apple is still doing too much or do you think that they are just zealously trying to protect their brand 76 grimke said apple is being a bully i agree with you 76 grimke um there's absolutely no way that someone is going to confuse a food preparation app for apple the worldwide technology company um i think apple just has money to waste they like to you know put and people with uh, a lot of money there there is there is a thing now called being a trademark bully where you use your money to intimidate smaller companies and we've actually had several cases where we've talked about that so i'm hoping that this case actually gets dropped uh, against prepare because i really don't think it's fair i think apple is doing just way too much okay all right so uh before we move on to our third story i know that i am moving a little bit quickly but i actually have um an urgent matter that i have to attend to after the show uh before we move on to our uh, next story i want to remind you guys that you are watching npl legal dish this is my monday through thursday live broadcast where i teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need a legal friend in your ear to help you know get all the bricks in place to build your business house um that is what i do i help you get your business paperwork together so go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm and connect with me today okay all right moving on to our next story has anybody here ever heard of arizona state university anybody here ever heard of arizona state university if you have give me an a in the comments okay uh arizona state university 
Uh, I posted their uh, mascot in my stories today to see how many of you people could correct, could could correctly identify the school, and I had about three of you who did. One slid in right at the last minute. Thank you, Angel Saray. Thank you, Open Arms Cleaning. Okay, thank you, 76 Grim. Okay, you guys have heard of Arizona State University. Thank you, Margaret Massey. Now, um, from what I know, Arizona State University has a reputation as being like the number one party school in the United States, right? Um, but even in that vein, even being known for that, Arizona State does not play about their name. So um, now we know we are in the age of COVID and some people are choosing not to social distance. They, you know, think it's a joke. They think it's funny um, and they're doing all manner of foolishness. And in that vein, um, someone started an Instagram account called ASU COVID Parties. Um, where do I post stories, Margaret Massey? In my, on my biz, um, so on this page, if you look on the icon where my face is or my logo, you can check there and there are stories. Or if you go on Instagram, you can check my Instagram stories, okay? So someone started an Instagram account called ASU COVID Parties, meaning Arizona State University COVID Parties, where they were giving information about COVID-19 and also announcing, you know, different parties that were going to occur in the near future, right? And not only did they call this account ASU COVID Parties, they were also using the Arizona State University um, logos and colors. Okay. Um, it got so bad that, um, and it got, it got around so widely that a Arizona state university actually had alumni calling up and threatening to cut off financial support because of this Instagram account. And we all know that, um, higher education institutions, they live and die by, you know, alumni donations and things like that. Right. So, Arizona State University, they uh, filed a trademark infringement suit against Facebook for allowing this Instagram account to exist. They said, hey, you're allowing people to violate our um, our trademarks um, and our logo colors. So, uh, Facebook, what do you think Facebook did uh, when they got this lawsuit from Arizona State University because of this uh, COVID party account that was, that was uh, you know, gaining, I guess, you know, notoriety, if not popularity. What do you think Facebook did when they got a knock on their door and, uh, and uh, uh, with a nice little package saying they're being sued? Hey, shop best on the yard. Um, what do you think Facebook did? I'm going to give y'all a minute to uh, handle, to, to, to give me what you think happened. Angel Saray said, should have shut down the group. Absolutely. That is exactly what they did. Yes, 76 Grim K. Facebook shut down the account as they should have. Now, why do you think ASU was so mad about this account being out there on the internet? Yes, Margaret Massey took it down. Why? Because they were using the school logos and the school colors. Remember, when you have a trademark, that trademark represents your business, your institution. It represents the qualities that you want expressed. Now, an institution of higher learning, even if they are known as the number one party school in America, does not want to be 
Yes, bring a negative reputation to the school. They do not want to be associated with any with uh, something negative, particularly an account that is promoting unsafe practices during a global pandemic. So yes, Arizona State University did absolutely the right thing and was like, Facebook, you better tell your little friend to shut down the account because this is diluting our brand. Look at this. Our alumni are calling us and and threatening to cut off support. That is what what is important about, you know, your name being out there in the streets. When you have a trademark, when you have a brand, when you are known, people expect a certain reputation from you. They expect certain behaviors from you. And if you don't follow through with that, if your brand takes a, a complete left, you might lose some of your base. So that is why Arizona State University was quick to say, Facebook, shut this down because we need to keep these alumni donations rolling in. Hey, Obed. Um, so, yes. So, ASU has successfully gotten this COVID parties account shut down. And on another note, who on in their good mind is having COVID parties during a global pandemic? Look, ladies and gentlemen, if you look, you know, we can't keep everybody home can't keep you shackled but at least be responsible in these days and time i am sick and tired of being at home i want to go out but because people are doing dumb things like this like having covid parties i am still stuck in the house help me out (laughs) y'all okay yes crazy people but um good job to asu for you know enforcing that trademark power um (laughs) Oh, yes, uh, y'all, my girl shot best on the yard just popped into Instagram and she is just recovering from COVID and she said having COVID ain't fun. So it is real, y'all. She said, y'all better stop playing with your lives. It's real. My cousin just got out the hospital with COVID. Please, please, please be safe, y'all, okay? All right. So we are moving on to our last story and we are gonna cut it short tonight. Um, that's okay, Obed, you can rewatch later. Um, again, I'm sorry for cutting it short tonight, but I do have an urgent matter that I have to attend to. But, um, how many of y'all have ever been to a drive-in movie, especially now? Um, there's, 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 I've been seeing an uptick in, or, you know, these options for drive-in movies happening. If anybody has been to a drive-in movie or has seen some advertisements for drive-in movies, please give me a car emoji. Uh, thanks, shop, thanks, shop, S on the yard. Um, you have been Angel Saray. Give me yes. Um, if y'all have been to a driving movie, if you have seen advertisements for driving movies, give me a car emoji, okay? Now, again, we know we are in the time of COVID. Nobody wants to be, you know, within breathing distance of somebody they don't know, right? But in the movie industry, they are taking a big hit. Oh, open up screen said me. We have the swap shop in Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Okay, a lot of you have been to the drive-in, all right? Yes. So, yeah, so we don't want to be in the movie theaters um, because, you know, none of us are trying to get sick. But the movie industry, they are still trying to get their money because, you know, they got to do something. So there has been a shift to to going back towards drive-in movies, which used to be popular, but kind of fell out of fashion, right? And who is getting involved in the drive-in industry? Your good friends at Walmart. Walmart has filed a trademark application for the phrase Walmart Drive-In. They have apparently teamed up with the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, They're going to be doing a series of free 
um, movie, free drive-in movie screenings. Um, it's going to be 160 lots turned into drive-ins. Um, so Wal the Walmart lots at the superstores are going to be turned into drive-ins. Um, and you can go for free. You just have to register. So if you're interested in going to see a drive-in movie at Walmart for free, all you have to do is go to thewalmartdrivein.com. Um, yes, girl, Walmart. And Walmart, they're putting their stamp on it. They said, we filed in this trademark application. We're getting into the drive-in in business. So Walmart is now is getting into the movie business, y'all. What do you think about that? Would you go see a screening at Walmart? Now, keep in mind, these screenings are totally free. All you have to do is register. Are you ready to go see a, a drive-in movie at Walmart? I think the first one is happening in either Alabama or Arkansas soon. Um, Open Arms Cleaning said Walmart is into everything and can't perfect what they do on the regular. Um, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to disagree with you, Open Arms Cleaning. That's why there's a Walmart down the street for me and I go there as little as possible. Um, but... Who are I to turn down, well, actually, no, because Walmart actually still also donated to 45's campaign, so I can't, I can't participate in their drive-in, um, thing. Um, Shop Best on the Yard said they will probably have a monthly subscription after a while and start raking in the coins. 76 Grimcase said she wouldn't go, they get on my nerves too. Alright, well, just so you know, if, if, if you ever get the notion... Walmart is going to be turning some of their locations into drive-in movies. So you can go to the walmartdriving.com. They've got the trademark application file. You worked for them for 10 years, girl. Whoo! Yes, they did donate to, to 45 Shop Best on the Yard. They did. They did. Um, um, <laughs> Shop Best on the Yard said, never mind. Margaret Massey said she wouldn't go either. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, people got to get their entertainment. I don't, sh I don't shame anyone for shopping where they shop. You shop where you need to shop. Sometimes that's the only option you have. So it's uh, and like what you know, like you need things. So whatever. But if I have the option, I'm not going to shop there. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, so Walmart is getting into the drive-in movie business. Look, look for a, a location near you, I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, those are the stories that I wanted to share with you. Um, I'm very, very sorry to cut the show late, but, um, I do have an urgent matter to attend to. I'm going to be back tomorrow, um, at eight o'clock with more stories. And what I will do is I will extend the time about seven minutes since we're ending seven minutes early so that if you guys have, um, any question, oh, they're not on Instacart. Okay. They haven't been there since March. Okay, but tomorrow what I'm going to do is extend the show for about seven minutes um, so that we have that extra time. Uh, I just, it, it came up right before the show, but I didn't want to cancel at the last minute, okay? So um, good night to you guys. Take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you tomorrow, okay? Bye. Mm-hmm. <sighs>